0: Welcome to Spotlight Conversations with voice talent and DJ Donna Reed. Donna talks music and media from her sunny linoleum-free studio.
1: (laughs) Come on in. With friends in the studio. I like the sound of that. Thank you, Joe. Welcome to Spotlight Conversations. How are you? We thank you so much for listening, downloading your comments. Thank you so much. You want to find out more about what's going on with the podcast, I'm on Facebook at Spotlight Conversations, and on Instagram, at Spotlight Conversations, or you can go ahead and check out my website, SpotlightConversations.com. So today I'm in the studio talking with Michael Elliott. He's written a book, Have a Little Faith, The John Hyatt Story. If you've not heard John Hyatt music, I suggest you get into it a bit and then read the book. Michael, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today.
0: It's an honor and a privilege to be with you today, and let me uh, be one of many in wishing you a happy anniversary for a year in podcasting.
1: Thank you. I, it just flew by. I appreciate that. This summer, yeah, a year. It's, it's great. There's so many stories out there. Did working as a, uh, a DJ in the music industry encourage your, your ideas to, hey, I could write a book about some of these people I meet that come by the radio <laughs> station?
0: It might be a future book too, uh, as a matter of fact. But uh, actually, I started in uh, northern North Carolina, southern Virginia, at, uh, and and worked in radio for thirty years. And wow. I was a big fan of, of WQDR and WRDU, uh, WKNC. Raleigh uh-huh. radio is really that, and a mix of that in case to case. is what really <laughs> wanted to, uh, inspired me to get into radio okay. and. Uh, yeah. In radio is where I met a lot of people, even if over by phone or in person, uh, a lot of people that I eventually ended up writing about, oddly enough. Uh, and so uh, that that was a, a big, uh, big experience that helped me get, uh, get to where I am now.
1: Tell me about Hyatt. Did you meet him? Were you a fan early on? He's got a great story. How did you decide on... His story.
0: I had always been a fan of Hyatt's since uh, "Bring the Family," which was oh. a 1987 album. Uh, he had done some things before that, and I think in my introduction, I talk about how I first heard him uh, on a song in 1985 called "Snake Charmer," which was in a movie uh, "White Knights." That, um, well, let's just say, it wasn't the greatest movie, but <laughs> <laughs> and the song wasn't the greatest song, but his. Vocal is what really, um, I noticed that right off. And after that, when I first heard Bring the Family and Slow Turning, those albums there in 87, 88, I realized that this guy is amazing. He not only is a great songwriter, he's a a rocker. And when I grew up, it, it was people like James Taylor and Gordon Lightfoot, Dan Fogelberg. A lot of these guys were singer-songwriters, and, and, and Carol King, of course, but they didn't really rock out, you know. The rockers played rock and roll, and the singer-songwriters sang from the heart and had these great lyrics. Bob Dylan was the only, two that, the only one that kind of married the two, in my opinion, until Hyatt came along, and he, could, he had these riffs that sounded like, sometimes could sound like ACDC, uh, but, but his lyrics had a lot of substance in them, and, and that's what really attracted me to him.
1: Meeting him, what kind of guy is he like?
0: Well, I didn't actually I've never met him. I have met him over the phone and in email. And that is the wonder of this book and the wonder of modern technology. Uh, And that was one of the positive, only one of the positive side effects of the pandemic from last year is everybody was on lockdown. And so everybody had more time, and I could actually interview a lot of people for this book because they had nothing else to do. Nobody was touring. But it was an advantage I had uh, where I could get to know him over the phone line and through emails and through his management. He is a very, very interesting person and very warm and very inviting. Now, from what I understand, he wasn't always that way. Um, but he has grown into it. I believe he's, he's matured through many years of living and learning to accept uh, what he's been through and, and turn it into a positive. He's got a great story of resilience, uh, and, and, and I think it's an inspiration for anyone.
1: How long did it take you to write it, from, from the original outline to the interviews to editing then shipping it off to the publisher?
0: Uh, it took about two years, I think, uh, for the the entire thing to start. I started out writing, I started out as a proposal for 33 and a Third book series, which was, uh, mm-hmm. they, I don't know if you know, but they're a, um, a series of books that focus on one album. And I was very interested in, in, in sending that in as Bring the Family. Uh, they turned it down. Uh, but I thought, well, it's too good. I've already put in all the work on this proposal. <laughs> so I shopping it around and, and Chicago review press, uh, took an interest and they were like, maybe the third people I sent it to. And, and they said, yeah, sure. Let's, let's do it. And, um, then I decided let's just expand it into a full biography because it was so much. I didn't want to, you know, if I had a whole book deal, I didn't want to focus on one album. So, um, and and then I reached out to uh, his manager, Ken Leviton, and uh, next thing I know, he's on board. Uh, it took a little while, but he was on board, and more and more people latched on. I know you talked to one of the uh, guys that's in my book, Bill Lloyd, and, and one of the springboards to that was the long players did yes. a, a a show on Bring the Family in, I believe it was 2019, before the pandemic hit, and I was watching that. I really wanted to attend it, but I just didn't have the, the opportunity at the time. Uh, but I did get to uh, speak with Tracy Nelson and Bill Lloyd, people at yeah. that show. And it, was, it, it and in the book, it's in the last chapter, kind of brings it around full circle. So uh, I'm grateful for Bill and everybody else who spoke to me in the book.
1: He's a great guy. And there's so much about the long players. That's a whole other podcast, too. Um, Absolutely. I see you have a foreword of your book. Is from none other than Elvis Costello. How did that happen?
0: <laughs> it's it's amazing. Um, one of life's lessons that is uh, that I've I've learned over the last uh, few years is you never know until you ask. Um, I just reached out to his management, and and by then I'd had Hyatt's participation. Uh, I'd had just an amazing group of people I've talked to, from Ray Cooter to Bonnie Raitt to Roseanne Cash. I thought, well, uh, who is the person most associated with Hyatt back in the late '70s, early '80s, uh, to the point where they even had an ad campaign one time saying, "Hey, we're." We, they did a duet one time called "Living a, Living a Little." Laughing a little right. from the the old Spinners tune on his um, warming up to the Ice Age album in '85, they did that mainly to prove that they were two different people. And so I thought it'd be a hoot to have uh, Elvis write the forward to this. And and thankfully he accepted. He read the book and apparently he thought it was good enough to, to write the forward. So I am uh, I am wow. forever grateful.
1: So your people called his people, and then the yeah. forward came. Wow, Michael. It doesn't hurt to ask, does it? That's right. Now, you've written a biography, but I I see that you've also written articles for Pop Matters. What is that? Albumism? What is that?
0: Albumism, like album and throw throw an ism at the end.
1: (laughs) What is that about? Is that different albums you just critique or
0: yeah, absolutely. They, they're a great website. Uh, Justin Chagwit runs it, and, and they just uh, they have uh, anniversary essays on some classic albums, and they have reviews of new albums, and it's every genre. It's not just Americana or rock or country. It's, it's uh, hip-hop, pop, uh, everything under the
1: sun. It's, great. it's a great site. When you worked in radio and you were an operations guy, program director, a DJ, did you ever think that you would have so many things published, you know, articles, now a biography about a famous rocker?
0: I had no idea that I would ever <laughs> do that. I, I remember being a kid. Here's here's one funny thing. I got a journalism award in the sixth grade, and that's as much writing experience, uh, accolades as I had up to when I decided to start submitting things to uh the bitter southerner and Uh no depression And the next thing i know that they're they're um they're publishing my stuff and and so i'm like well okay (laughs) uh it was it was it's a very humbling experience and i'm still having to pinch myself every now and then
1: now come on did you write for the school newspaper were you editor of the school paper
0: i was on the annual staff in high school i was
1: (laughs) you're the yearbook guy
0: yeah, I was I was one of those. I was in the band and the yearbook guy. So you know, there there you go. I wrote captions under photos. Oh,
1: headline writing. Yeah, been there, done that. This no depression. Tell me about that. No
0: depression is a uh, quarterly. Uh, journal, and they used to be, uh, well, they they've always been a, a magazine, but they've been uh, they, they cover all started out with alt country, then they they, they it changed its name into Americana, but basically it's roots music, and they started around '96. Uh, and they've been going for quite a while. So they've been they've been around for 25 years, and they they moved over into an online magazine for a mm-hmm. few years, and now they just started publishing their their quarterly again. It's a very high quality magazine. Uh, I urge everyone to check it out. It's no depression com. Uh, I've written quite a few reviews for them and done a couple of features, um, and it, they've just they're very high quality stuff they put out there.
1: what do you prefer writing about, reviews, biographies?
0: You know, that's a good question. I I really enjoy the quickness of a review. Sometimes reviews can go up to 500 words. Sometimes I like to write a review about 200 uh, and and, and just, you know, hit the high points. Uh, But sometimes I like to go a little more in depth. But with biographies, I really, with this John Hyatt book, I really love the deep dive. And one would think that you'd be sick of your subject matter afterwards, but I'm not. I'm still a, a huge fan. I still listen to him regularly. Uh, I've, I've learned to appreciate him a lot more since uh, I started this book, and I already appreciated him a lot.
1: I'm talking with author Michael Elliott in North Carolina, who's written the book Have a Little Faith, the John Hyatt Story. What other books have you got planned
0: I have a few irons in the fire. I can't really say right now. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I do have have some things brewing. I will put it that way.
1: What's your process for writing? I may have asked that earlier, but just like a step by step. I mean, you get an idea. Say you want to do a book on Roseanne Cash. You said you talked with her um, in Hyatt's book. Do you just come up with a whole bunch of questions? Do you come up with the outline first? Do you make a bunch of calls and make sure you can talk with everybody, be it on the phone or in person?
0: Well, Donna, I'm writing down Roseanne Cash's name
1: now. I think you should. (laughs) So you're hearing it here on Spotlight Conversations that Michael's going to do a book on Roseanne Cash as well. So what's the first thing you do? Okay,
0: so say I'm going to hypothetically, if I were to do that, uh, the way I did Hyatt is what I can tell you. I sat down and just started writing. The funny thing Mm -hmm. is, I started writing. I think it ended up being chapter 14. It was just something (laughs) I really. It was an album I really liked from him. Perfectly good guitar at the moment, and I was in on a a perfectly good guitar kick. So I wrote the history of that, and then I got I reached out to the producer of that album, Matt Wallace started interviewing him, and just wrote the entire chapter out. And then from there, I kind of jumped around. I didn't really write uh, in, a, in a chronological way, but I did arrange it that way. So there was really no <laughs> no method to it. That may not be the best answer, and journalism teachers would probably be very upset about this, but <laughs> it just, you know, it came to me as it came to me.
1: Well, everybody has their own way of, of writing. And I think if you're writing about something you really enjoy, you really love, you're able to get everybody in place, it makes the whole process easier.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It does. And once you start down the road and you start getting one or two people to say yes, uh, and that's all it took with this, uh, then it, it's like a domino effect.
1: No, you better get in touch with Roseanne's people. Cause I feel like there is a book coming. I do. I feel it.
0: And I, and I will, <laughs> I will have to do that, but I also have to credit that I do this in the acknowledgements of the book, but I do want to
1: do it here too. Is that
0: I want to credit Uh, Julia Cameron, who wrote uh, The Artist's Way. Uh, It's a book that I I got it from Pete Townsend's autobiography, uh, Who I Am. And he wrote in there that... he started reading that book and it changed his life creatively. And I thought, well, if this is going to change Pete Townsend's life this late in his career, yeah. I better take a look at it. And it did. I started writing three pages a day. Uh, that's one of the things that asks you to do. Just write. It doesn't even have to mean anything. Just Just write three full pages a day. And the next thing I knew, well, hey, I'm talking to you now.
1: <laughs> Give me the name of the book and the author again.
0: Julia Cameron. And it's the artist's way I'll check it out
1: now there's a tour a book tour for the hyatt story yeah.
0: it's still up in the air about some things i will say i can say now that it's official i will be appearing on an on a panel at americana fest this year in next in september um late september with um holly george warren oh and we've had her uh, on the show too she's great Yes, you have. And uh, Marshall Chapman and Steven Deusner, I hope I got his last name right. He's writing a book on the drive-by truckers. It should be out September. And so uh, we're going to be doing a panel on Americana books. Uh, by serendipity, I'm <laughs> in the middle of an Americana book boom, and that's apparently what this pan- a panel is about, and I didn't even know I was uh, <laughs> doing that. I'm looking forward to uh, sharing ideas and meeting with fellow writers, fellow Americana fans. Um, and, you know, I, I do want to say Americana is a word. I've always considered that an umbrella term, not mm-hmm. a genre of music. It's more or less, it's just a way to say rock, blues, country, soul, R&B, folk, without having to say all that at one time.
1: <laughs> it is. And, and also, talking about a book tour, getting on a panel and talking about books, it's almost better than doing that by yourself in a bookstore, signing books. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I think that is a, a great way to do it. And uh, and that way you can network, you can also get get ideas from other uh, colleagues and you can uh, take that with you. And, and, you know, it's always better, especially these days after the pandemic or during the pandemic, we don't mm-hmm. know what the, what's going to happen with this variant, but it's, just a way to connect we haven't been able to connect a lot lately and so i would love to get back out there and 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 talk with people that share our interests and i think we all need that people who are interested in in john hyatt his story of recovery uh is amazing and i and i think i would love for people to experience that i would love for people to relate to it and i want if nothing else I want people to take away from this and uh that there is life uh, after sobriety and, and you know you can still rock the, the man made his best music he and Steve Earle both Bonnie Raitt is another mm-hmm. one they, they all made some of their greatest music after after they cleaned up and got sober and uh, they, they are still rocking hard
1: it's sort of full circle for them then making a book like this Ab- absolutely have a little faith the John Hyatt story by Michael Elliott from Chicago Review Press Michael thank you for coming in today
0: Donna, it was an honor. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to Spotlight Conversations with Donna Reed. Subscribe on Apple and Spotify podcasts or your favorite platform. Thanks for tuning in.